Welcome to the Pitting Combination Podcast. I'm KJ Pilcher alongside Dick Briggs, ready to discuss a little bit of high school and college wrestling uh, here in the state of Iowa. Um, as always, we'll kind of uh, start with college, but first, Coach, um, I'm walking into Carver yesterday, uh, light sweatshirt on, sunny, uh, breaking a sweat. I, this is not uh, a wrestling – these are not wrestling temperatures. This isn't wrestling weather that I'm used to. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? 47 degrees. I just looked before we went on. 47 degrees right now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Which I joke, it means we're probably driving home in a blizzard from the state wrestling finals. <laughs> Usually one day is, is pretty bad or – or what or at least you know you get a little bit of both at the state tournament typically but this is great i mean the rest of the country is really having some rough weather but not us we're so i'm enjoying it i am as well um let's uh let's switch gears to uh preps now um programs getting right back into the uh weekend competition after the break uh you know, some big, big tournaments. Uh, you're at Anamosa uh, for the girls' tournament up there. I was at Bent Community um, for the uh, annual Bobcat Jerry Eckenrod Invitational. Um, kind of uh, give my two cents about the, the Eckenrod. Um, always one of the uh, most fun and and uh, competitive uh, multi-class uh, tournaments that uh, we have in the area. And, you know, there was no, uh, no difference this time around. Uh, Don Bosco came away with uh, team title. Uh, they had a tournament high uh, four champions. Uh, Waukee Northwest. Um, they had three champions, which was second most, and then Union had uh, two champs, which uh, was third most for champs, which tells you a little bit about West Delaware's depth. They only had one champion, three finalists, but uh, comfortably uh, second place behind Don Bosco that had six in the finals. So, uh a really strong performance by Don Bosco, but then also a real balanced performance from West Delaware uh, to finish second uh, ahead of the likes of, uh, you know, Waukee Northwest, Williamsburg, Davenport Assumption um, in that mix. Well, and, and there's – in a tournament that big, and uh, you had eight different teams that had champions. You mentioned mm -hmm. Union, Union had two, and they finished ninth as a team. So that's that – you know, got really spread out. Don Bosco had nine in the top four, six in the in the finals, and then uh, you know West Delaware equal had nine in the top four, and then uh, uh, Waukee had five and and Assumption six and so forth. So it gets it's spread out, and that's why it gets pretty pretty uh, thin in terms of the scoring there, in terms of a point differential. So uh, makes it for a fun tournament. Yep. Um... Mentioned those two uh, union champs. Uh, they came at 106 and 113. Chase Hedeman 
Um, looked really, really good. Uh, defeated West Liberty's uh, Colin Cassidy in the finals. Um, wasn't a major, but uh, uh, it was he was in control the whole way. That was a rematch of uh, last year's state semifinals and a one versus two matchup. So uh, Jace Hedeman of Union remains undefeated, um, getting a big win against uh, Cassidy like that. Um, really shows that he's on track to, to win his second title. Uh, Braden Bodensack was pretty uh, uh, pretty strong winning the 106 title for Union as well. Um, Kofax Christensen, actually, from Waukee Northwest, won the 120-pound bracket and was named Outstanding Wrestler, which is saying something when, you know, you have the likes of uh, uh, Hedeman um, and some of those Don Bosco uh, champs coming away you know his teammate uh, Carter Freeman as well you know um he had a pretty dominant performance for Waukee Northwest uh, Christensen did winning that award uh, you know I, I you know having not seen it I don't have any problem <clears throat> dominant wrestler and, and uh defending champ right defending champ mm -hmm. yep so yep um West Elver did have a champ in uh Will Ward um Carson Turnus and uh, Logan Payton uh, both got second, um, but uh, uh, Will Ward, uh, you know, made the podium last year. Um, had an outstanding uh, football season. If you you followed it, all state running back, um, and he's really kind of continued um, making gains and improving. Uh, that was something where he was he was down big. He was down six one going into the third period, and and kind of stormed back, and then got a fall of his own. Um, so really good uh, showing by by Ward, who just kind of keeps making uh, gains as well. Uh, we had two other area champs, and Kill Bridgewater, who continues to, um, you know, just dominate and uh you know he hasn't uh lost since his opener where he got called for an illegal slam i believe um or no it was a it was a defensive fall uh his only lost game in a uh a neutral or defensive fall um not a d not a uh, dq um but he's been he's been on a roll and wrestling well uh, and then Gable Dayton came away with a 182-pound title for Williamsburg, who actually beat West Delaware in a duel uh, just a couple of days before the uh, uh, Eckenrod. Right. And duels and, and tournaments are a total different animal. But, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, you know, and, and, it, and, it, and actually a different day, too. Obviously, that makes you – know, that. I mean, that – you know, in the fact that, you know, different things happen. That's why you wrestle them, right? We've seen that a number of times this year that that uh, matches or meets have, have been reversed. So that's not un uncommon. But uh, it's good for West Delaware to rebound and and uh, really show dominance. They finished second, Williamsburg sixth. So. Yep. And, you know, Don Bosco's win, I tell you what, 
um, 1A is going to be so uh, – this might be the most fun 1A tournament um, that I can remember in a long time. I was just thinking um, that same thing. 1 and 3A are both going to be – you know, 2A right now, we're, I'm giving it to the, the edge, the Osage, but then who knows what could happen there as well. So, But uh, 1A, you've got four teams. Um, obviously Don Bosco's there. We've seen what Wilton's done and actually Wilton just, uh, topped Albernet, um, for, uh, a team title at, uh, the Gary Curtis Invitational Highlands. So you've got, uh, Don Bosco, you've got Wilton, you've got Albernet and, you know, Lisbon, uh, you know, they've, they've had some struggles just because they've had some injuries and illness, but, uh, here in the next week or two, Brad Smith is expecting to have um, some of those guys back into the lineup. And they uh, tell you what, I wouldn't count them out. And you've got four four teams that uh, really could be uh, battling out for it. So did you really say I wouldn't count them <clears throat> out? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I ever have. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah. The uh, but with 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 that being said, it can get spread kind of thin. So it might take only four real strong finishes by you know four wrestlers to win the win the title. You know if if the teams uh, scores get start getting spread out and not one team really you know, piling it on and, and getting you know so that's what makes it exciting though and fun for sure. Uh, you know uh, the aims. Uh... Ames Jack Mendenhall tournament uh, invitational was this uh, uh, this Saturday as well. Um, Ankeny came away with a team title. Fort Dodge was runner up, but uh, Cedar Rapids Prairie just four uh, points back of uh, Fort Dodge in the team race. The Hawks finished third, got runner up finishes from Dylan Munson at 106 and Blake uh, Blake Jimo. At 120, Carter Dolly was third at heavyweight, but uh, I don't know. That's a pretty good showing for the Hawks. If, if my notes are right, and, I'm, and I'm, I hope they are, they had 10 in the top five. Is that right? Wow. So, yeah, good balance for sure. Um, I mean, I looked at it yesterday, so I'm not, I, I think that's right, but mm -hmm. wow. Uh, you know, like you said, a uh, couple of runner-ups in, in Blake Giamo and, and Dylan Munson. So that those lighter weight guys going strong for Prairie. But uh, City High was also there. Of course, they walked away with three three champs and uh, a couple of runner-ups, so five in the finals. So, mm -hmm. And they finished fifth overall as a team. Uh, got titles from Kill Seaton at 126. Uh, Gabe Arnold at 182 and Ben Keeter at 220. Uh, ben Keeter, of course, finally getting back from Florida. Um, you know, we got to cover the uh, Linmar Iowa City High Duel uh, last Thursday. Um, Gabe Arnold with a big win against Tate Nakaborn, but no Ben Keeter because uh, flight trouble and flight cancellations trying to come back from being in the uh, Under Armour All-American game uh, in Florida earlier that week. Right. I mean, who knows what it was, weather-related, but now I saw in the news there's something to do with a computer, the landing. So now all sorts of 
probably cancellations going on today, but at least right. he's back in, in the state and Russell. And then Kale Kurtz was a was a runner up. He lost to a Nebraska wrestler, so not an Iowa wrestler. And then Jake Mitchell also was was second as their other finalist. So Jake Mitchell's coming on a little bit, I think. So um, that's good to see. Uh, what do you think about the uh, Arnold Dockborn two? Um, that was a, a match. Uh, Arnold won three to one. Um, a lot closer than their uh, match at the Donnybrook in uh, early December. Um, but that was a fun match uh, as far as I was concerned uh, to watch. Right. And there was a, three to one sounds like a, not much action going on. But that first period, there was a lot of attempts, takedowns and, and a lot of good defense. And, and then Arnold got his takedown right with less than 10 seconds and, uh, left in the, in the period and, and got the right out. And uh, that ended up being the difference in the match right there. But there was some real good battle in that by both the wrestlers in that. It was a good match. So uh, the interesting thing is uh, there's a lot of mutual respect between those two. Um, kind of talking to each one of them about the other. There's a lot of mutual respect. Um, obviously, you know, a mark of a true competitor is they, they like having those challenges. And they realize that uh, each one of them uh, kind of provides that for the other. Um, and I don't think that's going to be the last time we see them cross paths here in the next uh, few weeks. Uh, I'm guessing we're going to see them at the MVC tournament, Super Conference Tournament, um, Super Meet, at the end of this month. Um, off the top of my head, I can't remember where they uh, where they are for – for districts, um, but certainly at the state meet, that's a that's a match we expect to see Saturday night. Have the district assignments been posted yet? Gosh, I haven't seen yeah, them. Yes. Oh, I missed that. Okay. Huh. Well, and, and uh, to echo what you're saying, you know, having talked with both of those young men, they they sure seem like nice guys, and and uh, Arnold and Nakaborn, and and really a lot of the the wrestlers. You know, Linmar that I've spoken with, I've spoken with more there because we've been there more. Uh, right. But, uh, um, you know, the park and and uh, the Nakaborns. And, and this weekend I got to work with Grant Cress. What a nice young man. And, really? Uh, it, it was a lot of the wrestlers there, but he in particular really just did a nice job this weekend at the youth tournament. So good kids. And, and uh, you know, it warms your heart, I guess, to, to, to see that, you know, and hear that. So you wish the best for those kind of guys. So City High goes to Bettendorf for their district. <clears throat> and uh, Linmar goes to Marshalltown for its district. So they're, they're heading separate directions. So uh, more than likely, we'll, we'll see a matchup between the two um, at the MVC meet and then possibly in Des Moines if all kind of goes according to seed. Or a ranking, anyway. You can tell that I'm out of the coaching frame of mind because you know I would have told you the exact minute they were, came out in the past, <laughs> <laughs> but now it's it's I'm not obviously not as as concerned with it. <laughs> um, and I guess since we kind of mentioned this, let's just uh, I'm going to list off the three A districts since I have them up and uh, we haven't really touched on them yet. At Bettendorf, 
Well, you got Bendorf, Burlington, Devonport North, Devonport West, Dubuque Senior, Fort Madison, City High, and Iowa City Liberty. Um, so Bendorf and City High kind of lead the way in, in that one. Uh, District 2 at Carlisle, you've got Ames, Ankeny, Fondurant, Farrar, Carlisle, Des Moines, Lincoln, North Polk, Pella, and Waukee. So, you know, you've got Ankeny and a couple others there. Uh, Cedar Rapids Jefferson, your old stomping grounds. Um, they're hosting uh, District 3, where you've got Jefferson, Kennedy, Washington, Clear Creek, Amana, Marion, Atumwa Prairie, as we mentioned, how they did at, uh, at Ames. And then you've got Waverly Shell Rock, who's a, a team uh, looking to contend for a, a state title as well there. So uh, Fort Dodge in District 4, you've got Dowling, Fort Dodge, Lamar's, uh, Sioux City Schools, Spencer, Storm Lake, and West Des Moines Valley, who uh, interestingly will be at Jefferson this weekend for the Jayhawk Invitational. Uh, District 5, you've got uh, Council Bluff Schools, Dallas Center Grimes, Denison Schleswig, uh, Des Moines Roosevelt, Johnston, uh, Lewis Central, Waukee Northwest. Um, saw Dallas Center Grimes had a champ at Benton Community this weekend. Um, but, uh, you know, Waukee Northwest, Johnson seemed to be kind of top two in that district. At Marshalltown, where we mentioned uh, Linmar is going, there's Ankeny Centennial, Cedar Falls, uh, the host Bobcats, Mason City, Waterloo East and West, and then uh, Xavier. So, you know, Linmar, maybe followed by Ankeny Centennial, top two. The Marshalltown District, North Scott will host Clinton, Davenport Central, Dubuque Hempstead. Iowa City West, Muscatine, North Scott, Pleasant Valley, Western Dubuque. That might be one of the more balanced and competitive uh, districts when you look at kind of where Hempstead is, North Scott, Pleasant Valley, Western Dubuque, some of the individuals that uh, Iowa City West brings to the table as well. So that might be one of the more uh, balanced and competitive fields. Uh, in 3A. And then the last one at Norwalk, you've got Boone, Des Moines East, Des Moines Hoover North, uh, Indianola, Newton, Norwalk, Southeast Polk, and Urbandale. Uh, say Southeast Polk and Indianola, certainly the top two teams there. So what are your thoughts about those uh, assignments? Well, it sounds like, I was just checking, it sounds like that Marshalltown tournament uh, where you've got, you know, you can said come all the way down from there. You've got Muscatine coming up, coming up or over or whatever. And so that one really spreads out. But a lot of those teams, I think are at Jefferson this weekend. Uh, at least they have been in the past. Hempstead, Muscatine, Marshalltown, you know, so you might get a, a, a little taste of that uh, this Saturday at, at Jefferson. Let's see. I'm looking at that right now. Muscatine's there. Um, Marshalltown is not there, I guess, this year. And yeah, they have been in the past though, but yeah, I'm surprised. Actually, I don't see Hempstead either, so never mind. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you do have, uh, you know, a couple of those Davenport schools. Uh, you've got, uh, you know, Pleasant Valley, Muscatine. The thing that I'm kind of interested in 
So you got Waukee Northwest, then you've got West Des Moines Valley um, in there as well uh, with City High. Um, and Alburnett, as far as the small schools go, um, that'll be fun to see all that uh, um, kind of shake out um, right. on Saturday. And Fort Dodge is coming over. They've got another strong team, too. Yep. So, um, yep. Yeah. So uh, even though some of them won't be the, you know, the kind of the district preview, but uh, still going to be really good uh, action uh, there at Jefferson on uh, Saturday. Um, one last thing from the boys that I'll just kind of touch on, and uh, I want to ask you about the uh, Animosa Girls Tournament. Uh, Lindmar had their duels, uh, had a, a kind of a get-together or celebration of Doug Stryker. Um, that was really cool if you saw the photos and um, and everything. Um, a lot of uh, wrestlers and coaches from the past uh, came to honor him. He's uh, surpassed uh, 400 duels at the end of last season and or dual victories at the end of last season. And, um, you know, they're having a, a really good year this year. So that's kind of neat. Uh, the Lions did win uh, – uh, the dual tournament uh, beat Mount Vernon 41-27 in the finals. Uh, Western Dubuque uh, ended up third over Lamar's for four, uh, who got fourth. Uh, they beat Lamar. Western Dubuque beat Lamar's 35-34. Uh, top eight finished out with uh, Clear Creek Amanda in fifth. Um, let's see, Xavier was seventh, and then Marion was eighth. Uh, Xavier winning that duel for seventh, 47-16. Uh, before we get to the girls, um, I thought it might be a noteworthy. Uh, the Brooklyn tournament, your alma mater, and and my former uh, team that I coached, uh, the, the Warriors, Washington Warriors, took second there. Wow. And uh, they had uh, a <clears throat> champions. At 106, Brennan Gears, and at 132, Isaiah Price. They wow. had uh, three seconds and two thirds, so they had a good showing there. Uh, West Marshall won that, good, good strong team. And then uh, APGC, uh, applicant, uh, let's see, that's that Parkersburg and Grundy Center, I think, Applington, APGC, maybe. Anyway, uh, <laughs> one of the alphabet soup ones. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> And then Monticello was fourth, so good showing there. Uh, at the Anamosa tournament, this is it, what a great turnout it was. Uh, mm -hmm. And Brett Jones, the athletic director up there, does a does a real good job, and and uh, they're excited. They they have a new a gym they're going to be building on that's going to be very similar. This is uh, Brett Jones's words, very similar to Williamsburg's gym, but oh, it'll really? two hundred more. So wow. I love Williamsburg's gym. I think it's one of the best in the state, certainly oh. for that size of a school. I love Williamsburg's facility. Their, their gym and their football field. Right. Um, absolutely love uh, their facilities out there. I think yeah, their said, gym's fun. I think he you said know, you can actually watch football games from yeah. the gym. They right. have windows. You can actually stand on the concourse on the one end of the – the gymnasium and look out to the football field. I don't know if it's a great view, but you can at least do it if you really yeah. need it to. 
right? And uh, evidently, there's going to be a four-lane track above the above uh, the uh, the gym there. So it's going to be oh, wow. a nice facility. It sounds like. So anyway, onto the onto the tournament. There's a six-person bracket, and uh, and there was there were 16 teams there. There was 137 girls. Now to compare that with the Gary Curtis at Highland. There were 17 teams there and 144 boys. So actually, the girls averaged more per on their team than the boys did the, the 17 teams that the Gary Curtis did. So wow. uh, good turnout. And uh, Cedar Falls, who won the uh, the the um, the Battle of, of Waterloo, they were there and they they won the tournament. They had they had two champs, and uh, they're 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 bookend champs. They're 100 pounder, which is the lightest girls' weight. And the 235 pounder, which is the heaviest, so we got the bookends mm -hmm. on there, and uh, then they had five seconds and and three thirds, so a real strong finish for Cedar Falls there. Um, some some local ones, uh, uh, Vinton Shellsburg had a, uh, three champs in uh, uh, 110 Chris <coughs> Swenson, 130 Chloe Sanders, 140 Sadie Burke, um, Amana, I mean Amana, I mean uh, Anamosa, sorry Jonesy, <laughs> Anamosa had had. Uh, one champ at 115, Addison uh, Musher, and then they had two, three runners up. Um, let's see, of note, Linmar was there, took fourth, and they had uh, two runners up and, and two thirds. Uh, Jefferson was sixth out of 16, and they had eight in the top eight. Um, Solon had a champ in uh, McKenna Rogers. Independence had a champ in Dakota Whitman for some of the local, local teams there. So it's a really, it was a great day, really fun. Um, they uh, they had it on. They had three mats set up until the place rounds, and then they broke it down to two mats and and uh, did the fifth and sixth or seventh and eighth, fifth and sixth, and then the final round of first and third. So uh, it was a good day, wrestling up there. Uh, did you mention uh, Mount Vernon's Libby Dix won at one seventy? I did not. I forgot about Libby. I certainly oh. remember watching her wrestle too. That's sorry yep. about. And then uh, you mentioned uh, how well Jefferson and Linmar did. Uh, their top performers, uh, Josephine Budadera, uh, was third at 140 for Jefferson. And then those two runner-ups uh, that you mentioned for uh, uh, Linmar, uh, Haley Setrum, uh, 140, and then Trinity Young at 225. So um, I know I know talking to Brett Jones before um, – uh, you know, last week and, and stuff before their, their tournament, um, they, they were, they made a concerted effort to make sure uh, Saturday's tournament was regional light, that it gave a regional feel. They didn't want it to be a scramble, no offense to the scrambles and stuff like that, but they wanted this to, to feel and play out, to give, wrestlers and experience of what they're going to face and experience at the super regionals um uh here in a few weeks did it did you being a part of it do you feel that uh that was successful and and they were able to do that absolutely yeah and uh like you said i don't think there's been not that i'm aware of any anyway tournaments that have done that before i know ames had a, a had a girls tournament this weekend at the Menon Hall, they had 10 teams there. So I, I did not honestly didn't look at the brackets there to see if they were 16 uh, person brackets or not. But 
but uh, <clears throat> it definitely had that feel for sure. And, and uh, he accomplished his goal. And, uh, you know, I think everyone walked away. Oh, and I have to mention this. <laughs> I was sitting, I was sitting, of course, on that. I was not, I was off on that as an official. And uh, at the end of the hundred pound match, the hundred pound wrestler ran over and jumped into her coach's arms, just like it was a state title. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I like oh. Jonesy mentioned it and I, and uh, I looked in and I said, that's what makes all this hard work worth it for you. Cause you know, that was what a nice reward to see that. Yeah. That just tells you it's, it's important to those girls, just like it is to the boys. So good for them. Yep. Yep. Oh, for sure. Uh, that's, that's awesome. Uh, one other, uh, one other girls tournament, uh, while I mentioned North Scott had a girls tournament this weekend as well. Um, Prairie and Kennedy were down there as well as uh, Clear Creek Amana. Uh, Prairie had four champs, uh, Maya Roush at 100, Mackenzie and Madison uh, Childers at 125, 135, and then Claire Heenick at 145. Uh, Cedar Rapids Kennedy's uh, Ella Brown won the 190 uh, bracket. And then uh, Marley McBride uh, was a champ for Clear Creek Amana. I want to say uh mcbride might have been our g white schultz performer of the duel when we had uh uh the clear creek amanda mount vernon doubleheader i think that's uh, right. i think you're right you know so uh it's good to see uh marlon mcbride uh, win the 110 pound title uh there at north scott as interesting, well interesting note with the childers uh kenzie's been wrestling forever she's very accomplished and has won medals at state the last few years and, uh, and then her, her sister, Maddie, was a swimmer. Jefferson and, and, and Prairie combined the swimming programs. And so she's a swimmer on the Jefferson team and was with my daughter. This is her first year of wrestling. So here she is wow. winning, a, winning a, a, a tournament. So that's good to sure. see her. And they're, then they're not, to me, they're, they're, they're different types of girls. You know, Matt uh, Kinsey, who's you know, get after Russell type, Madison's kind of more reserved. So, for her to get out there and do that is even uh, that's really neat. I'm, I'm happy to see that. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, this weekend we mentioned the, the Jayhawk a little bit, um, and what we're gonna see there. Uh, you know, the uh, uh, the Ed Head, the Ed felt. Uh, tournament Solon is also going on this weekend. Uh, Lisbon, they got third at uh, Tripola last weekend. Um, finished behind uh, uh, Nashville Plainfield and Wapsie Valley. They had two champs, Brandon Piaz, Wyatt Smith. Uh, Piaz, who's won, uh, surpassed uh, uh, 150 career wins uh, since the break. Um, Lisbon will be there at the uh, field at uh, Solon uh, to go along with Clear Creek Amana, CPU, Dyke New Hartford, Iowa City Liberty, uh, North Cedar. Um, North Scott is listed there. I'm not sure if that's a varsity or uh, JV crew, even though it says they have 14 wrestlers listed. Uh, Pella, Solon, Vinton Shellsburg, who uh, obviously has uh, – uh, Cooper Sanders, Curtis Erickson that we mentioned um, from earlier, um, ranked wrestlers in 2A, West Branch and West Liberty. Uh, West Liberty led by Colin Cassidy and uh, 
uh, believe Drake. Is it Collins, the the one seventy pounder, um, there for West Liberty. So um, that's the field there. Marion has their Lloyd Schaefer um, Invitational this weekend. Obviously named for the late uh, uh, former Marion coach, um, and they have a pretty good field. Out there, you've got Atlantic Bend Community, Cedar Rapids Kennedy is listed, uh, Keokuk, Louisa Muscatine, Maquoketa, Monticello, North Butler, Northland. Uh, they've welcomed uh, Overland Park, um, Blue Valley, Northwest out of Kansas. Uh, Wilton will be there as well as Williamsburg and, and Xavier. So um, some of the uh, good fields there. And uh, – as one other thing you kind of want to mention, a big Tri-Rivers Conference uh, duel on Thursday. It's actually a triangular. You've got Albernet, Northland, at uh, Lisbon. So um, really looking forward to see uh, uh, Albernet and, and Lisbon tangle um, this week. Yep, that'll be fun to be there. We'll be covering it soon. Uh, where where are you going to be? Uh, where are you going to be this this weekend? I'm at I'm at the the Jayhawk. So you'll be at the Jayhawk seeing that uh, that tournament there, um, which will be fun. One thing I just want to know I know this is a high school version, not the college version version, but just got word that uh, Spencer Lee was named Cole. Uh, wrestler of the week for the Big Ten. Um, trying to see who we might share that honor with. Maybe Brannigal. Have I seen that? Um, could be, could be Brannigal. It doesn't, uh, doesn't say in the Iowa press. No, actually, uh, you're right. Uh, it does say sharing the weekly honor with Zach, uh, Brannigal. Obviously, uh, the win over. Warner at Carver Hawkeye Arena, and he followed that up with another win over uh, Wisconsin's Braxton Amos. So, uh, good weekend for him, and and then uh, sharing that with Spencer Lee. So, um, any uh, any other thoughts or any final words from uh, from the prep side of things, or from last week, or or what might be coming up? We could go on and on, but better end it somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Good wrestling. Very fun. Right. So, yeah, we're getting into the nitty gritty here. Uh, you know, uh, we're less than three weeks away from regional duels. Um, we're even less than that. Uh, just a little two weeks out from those regionals for girls um, for their state qualifier and just a little over three weeks from their state tournament uh, at the uh, Extreme Arena in Iowa City. So we're getting uh, the, the postseason is rapidly approaching. Um, still a lot of wrestling to go, but uh, it's going to be here in a blink of an eye. Yep. Two weeks. All right. Well, just uh, to let you all know, you can uh, uh, check out our uh, – Gazette coverage, Gazette, which turned 140 years old uh, uh, yesterday on Tuesday. So big milestone of uh, privately owned papers, not a uh, big company um, 
Canon type uh, publication. So that's a big milestone for, for the company. Um, you can check out all our coverage online at thegazette.com um, and iowaprepsports.com. Um, we're going to be at uh, Lisbon on Thursday night. You're going to be at the Jayhawk uh, on Saturday. I'm going to either be at the Jayhawk or the Lloyd Schaefer uh, invite, one of the two, um, on Saturday as well. And uh, just like to thank everybody for for watching. And, Coach, uh, why don't you finish things off? Okay, before I do that, 140 years ago makes it 1882, is that right? Holy cow. Uh, 1883. 1883? Or 83, right. Hello. <laughs> New Year. All right, let's Let's keep wrestling on the move. Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.